Attention, duelists! My hair is authorizing me to start this podcast. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Olivia. I'm Olivia, and I'm a little, I'm a little sick, so I'm sorry if I sound like shit garbage on this podcast. But the show must go on. The show must go on. What Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes did we watch today? Oh, you asked that as if I had the things in front of me, which I now do. We watched episode uh, six, Desperate Situation, The Passionate Battle of Friendship, and also episode seven, The Underhanded Digital Pet Rebellion. I feel like neither of those titles are really representative in any way of the episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! that we watched this week. The first one is more accurate. Where was the passionate battle of friendship? It was at the end when Anzu was on the diving board. He was playing dark con- concentration. But after that, they did, they had a duel. They had a Dark Souls boss fight with uh, Honda. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, read a summary. <clears throat> Shadi, the man from Egypt, attacks Professor Yoshimori and hospitalizes him. He then infiltrates Yugi's soul room in order to force Yami Yugi into a shadow game where if he loses, Anzu will die. He does do that. (laughs) Shadi has avenged um, his homeland and the indignities done to his ancestors. But he's he's got one last bit of unfinished business in Japan, and that is the time he he went o two against Yugi in a shadow game. So he's back from. It more. was close. And that's what he thinks. I'm trying to check the <sighs> the Yu Gi Oh wiki to see if there's a better summary of this. Uh, Shadi, the man from Egypt, attacks Yoshimori and then infiltrates Anzu's soul room to make her play Yugi Moto right into his hands to play a game of darkness. During the start of the game, Yugi transforms into Dark Yugi and takes Shadi's challenge. Each challenge became tougher than the next, putting Dark Yugi into a pinch. Along with Anzu on board, on a board suspended by Ushebti dolls? That crack with the time spent on each game. Yugi has to win or Anzu will fall from the roof of the school to her death. I don't... Is that... That's not what Shadi says is happening in this game, but go on. There's a much longer, much longer synopsis here if you'd like me to read it. No, thank you. I think we can just talk about it. I think it's probably like 400 words. So, okay. So basically, the first thing he does is he uses his Millennium items on Anzu to, like, go into her her mind palace. And what does he see in her mind palace? He sees... Among Us. He sees mirrors. <laughs> he sees... Um, what was the tree? There was a tree in there, right? I don't remember. There's definitely... There was, like, a mirrors. There was a picture frame of a guy with no head. Yeah. That was that was that was Dark Yugi. <laughs> Excuse me. I I, lit- I literally think I know. that's meant to symbolize her, her crush on Dark. I Yugi. know it is. I just can't handle us saying Dark Yugi. Okay, what do you want to call him? Yami Yugi. That's Dark Yugi. 
But it's not. You're just turning your eyes away from the truth. I'm in the right here. No, you're not. It's the exact same word. Well, okay, it has the same meaning. I just can't handle dark as like a character modifier. Outside of Link, I think is the only one. Okay, so you can handle it. Just when it comes to Yugi, you don't want to. I just think that dark Yugi is so goofy. Are we going to get dark Bakura? I mean, probably. Dark Merrick? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Dark Pegasus. I don't think Pegasus has an alter ego. I think he's just like that. <laughs> I would make more jokes, but I don't remember the users of any other Millennium I, I think you actually have them all. <laughs> so Maybe. But I, I feel do... like there was one more. There was a girl, but... But, okay, so that picture frame is, like, her crush on Yami Yugi, because... Yes, because guy... he's a superhero. Yeah, uh, the guy doesn't have a face, and she doesn't know what he looks like. But she's like, wow, but... somebody saved me. He looks like a gotchaman. Like, he's got the G on his chest. Yeah, because, you know, like you said, he's like a superhero. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then he... Huh? Gyugi. Gyugi. Gyami Gyugi. So, okay. So... So he mind controls Anzu. Yes. This is a... This is weird... Okay, so the weird thing here... This is another episode that we're gonna see not in not in duo monsters, but like way way later in Battle City, and it's not gonna be Shoddy. It's gonna be Merrick who like mind controls Yugi's friends to make him like have a duel that tests his friendship. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. I don't remember it because I didn't see that far. I only saw Battle City as part of the abridged series. Okay. Well, uh, one of the songs from Yu-Gi-Oh! Music to Duo by is a, is a vocal ballad about the duel that he has with Joey in that episode. <laughs> um, because it's cartoonish. Is it time to duel? No, it's uh, no matter what. Parentheses, oh, right, right, right. friends That's what till the end. May the best man win. May the best man win, Exactly. Sorry. May the best man win. May the best man win. No matter what. <laughs> it's like really a guy trying to do a Nickelback impression for some reason. <laughs> so, yeah. So he mind controls uh, Anzu to do a Hitman level at Yugi. <laughs> She's constantly trying to kill him with circumstance. She comes to school with like the the empty mind control eyes and just like throws things at Yugi from the shadows. <laughs> so, okay, so Or tips things over. Yeah, the first thing she does is wait until he goes into the storage shed at, in gym class and like tries to tip over a bunch of poles on him. Are those track and field equipment? I'm unsure what exactly she tries to like hit him with, but she hits him with it. Or she tries to, but he's Just, like 10 you know. feet away. A bunch of 15-foot-long metal pipe segments. Yeah. Normal shit. They try to play it like Yugi just barely got out of the way in time, but if you look at the frame, he's like he's like 20 feet away. <laughs> she did a really bad he's, job. 
He's very small. Much more effective is when she throws a, a soccer ball down down the stairs. A basketball. Oh, it's a basketball? Okay. Yeah. A basketball down the stairs, and Yugi, without even being hit by the ball, goes flying off the stairs <laughs> in one of, maybe one of the funniest of an episode with many really funny shots. And then there's, um... Then he has to go to the nurse's, nurse's office because he just fell down the stairs. Right. And she just tries to choke him. Yeah. And then the rest of the gang walks in and Shadi's like, oh, Yugi, I've been testing you to, to make the other Yugi come out so I can fight you in a shadow game. Rah! And then runs away with Anzu. And Yugi's like, the other what? <laughs> the other. Sorry, what? Why did Anzu speak in a man's voice? <laughs> this is li- both literally what happens, and we confirm later, literally what happens is that she speaks in Shadi's voice. Mm-hmm. So they split up to try to find Anzu, um, but, and then as they're looking for her, Honda gets mind-controlled. But that We don't get to see inside Honda's room of the mind, presumably because it would be disgusting and not... Showable we'll, we'll get into that next episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. We know what's in his room of the mind. Oh, we know way too much, honestly. But yeah, so anyway, him being mind-controlled won't matter until later. But Yugi goes to the roof, and this is the shadow game. Anzu is on, like, a fucking pirate plank out from the roof of the school, standing on the edge. The plank is being held in place by ropes, which are, like, tied to little statues and the idea is there are three statues for yugi and one for shoddy and they break when somebody when one of them has like a weakness of the heart um and if shoddy's break if yugi's break the board is gonna fall and then anzu will die if shoddy's breaks the millennium ankh which is what he used to like mind control Anzu will will like slide across the rope and like touch her hand and apparently yes. if she touches it she will not be mind controlled anymore. Has no there's no clause here uh that says she will be any safer. She will just be aware. No. She, in fact, we're very lucky later in the episode when she becomes aware and just like decides to sit straight down on the board instead of like freaking out and falling to her death instantly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this... Okay, what do you think of... Okay. What do you think of the shadow game? Um... I mean, I did... Let me tell you what I said. Okay. While watching it. I don't remember what you said. I said... What? (laughs) Yeah, it... What? <laughs> and just increasingly, like, lost, just like... What? What? It's a weird one. First of all, he plays two games. He gets, he gets like, captured by the monster that Shadi summoned last episode. And then a, like, concentration board comes up. Except Which, apparently, this is a thing. I didn't know this was a... Uh, 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 there was a word for 
flip the tile over, remember where the item is. Uh-huh. Except he can't flip the tiles over. This might be- He says he can flip them over one time. I think that means you can only make a guess and you can never flip them over. I don't know if this is the actual writing or just our subs being really bad. But yeah. it's really confusing because the game, it's not actually a game of concentration. The thing is that there's nine tiles, four pairs, and one in the center. And Yugi has to use the... And Yugi has to guess what the thing in the center is with the hint that the tiles are a mirror that reflect the monster that has captured him. So Yugi says, Yugi's logic is the mirror reflects the monster. So it has what the monster has. If I think about it, there are four things the monster has two of, namely eyes, ears, nostrils, and hands. And only one thing it only has one of, which is its mouth. And so he guesses but, the mouth, and he wins. What if the answer had been nose? <laughs> or, or, or like, tongue? Or body? Yeah. Or neck? Like... Or it could have been nothing. It could have been anything. Uh-huh. But, you know. These shadow games are hit and miss. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a miss. Yeah. Uh, well then, it's weird, because it's two games in one, because then, there, despite him having three statues, um, then there's a sha- there's another game where Shadi conjures an image of, an illusion of Jonochi, who is, like, evil Jonochi, who takes Yugi's puzzle, and they have to stand on, like, a pillar over a pit, and throw them, and take turns, like, tossing the Millennium Puzzle like a die, and then whoever is not tossing the puzzle has to take two steps in the direction that the puzzle is facing and the first person to be obligated to jump off the edge dies maybe maybe but then maybe that's what the rules are i don't understand it but then yugi doesn't play it because he's like <laughs> in a really confusing thing he's not supposed to show weakness of the heart but then he won't play this game against Jonochi because he wonders if it might be the real Jonochi who's being mind-controlled. Um, but instead of being weakness of the heart, that's strength of the heart, and it is able to overpower the Jonochi-like shadow illusion without him actually playing the game. So he gets to, like, he keeps passing his turns and gets to the edge, and then the Jonochi shadow, like, won't throw the puzzle one last time. And Yugi is like... Because... I'm not owned. You're owned, shoddy. What Yugi says is that this is an image of the past, and my friends are not who they were in the past. Uh-huh. They've had character development. Yeah, and then it turns out, actually, that Jonochi has, like, climbed around and is holding the board up. Which kind of quali- Wouldn't that qualify as cheating? It, it might have if by that revelation Yugi had not won the game. Yeah. If that moment of, oh my god, teamwork? <laughs> believing in your friends had not immediately shattered Shadi's um, heart a statue? That's true. Uh, then he would have had the wherewithal to say, hey, wait a fucking second. His line is like, what? The children are supporting each other? No! <laughs> and then his heart shatters and he loses the game? Also, and you all just lost the game as well. 
Oh, true. Damn. Also, this whole time, Honda has been also a mind control zombie, except he's, like, literally acting like a zombie. And he's, like, swinging a broom around at Joey and Miho. Um, so so he's trying to beautify. I, okay, I guess. So they lure him into an empty classroom. Miho sprays him with a, a fire extinguisher. And Jomochi uh-huh. punches him in the face. But then, while he's, like, trying to hoard the board up, Honda is also trying to uh, murder him <laughs> while covered in fire extinguisher foam. Yeah, but they all make it out okay because after the, is it? I thought it was the key. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called the Millennium Onk, and it can just like turn into a key to go inside someone's mind room. Uh, Millennium Key, also known as the Millennium Onk, citation needed. According to the wiki. Okay, sure. It's certainly the shape of an Onk. Yeah, I think it's primarily an Onk. It just gets those two little key teeth when Shadi's going in <laughs> someone's mind. Anyway, then Shadi's like, oh damn, I went O2 again. But this time it wasn't even close, except it was much closer <laughs> this time. Um, <laughs> oh, we forgot about the part where uh, Shadow Jonah, she calls Yugi gay, and almost all of his statues immediately <laughs> shatter. <laughs> J- Shadow Jonah, she's like, per- you, you, you care about this thing, and he's holding the puzzle when there's a woman around. <laughs> and Yugi goes, oh, and all of his statues I have no idea what that is, what that moment is supposed to convey, other than Yugi's very insecure about being called gay. Look, he's just a little guy and it's his birthday, okay? <laughs> so Shadi is like, ah, oh, Yugi, I guess you are a little guy and it is your birthday. I'm going back to Egypt, but don't forget, you have a duty to find the true power of the Millennium Puzzle. And then he goes back to Egypt, I guess. I guess? I guess. I think the only thing I want to talk about about this episode is that, like, this is the episode where I'm pretty sure this is, like, the most, like, human that we see Yami Yugi. Um, And I really think we're supposed to think that he's not, like, another spirit. He is just, like, a a dark magic version of Yugi. Because he, Mm -hmm. like, is really worried about Anzu and, like, is having these, like, doubts in his heart. And then is, like... Jonoshi is my friend. So I I think I was asking this question uh last episode, like, is this the Pharaoh as we know it will turn out to be in Duel Monsters, or is this just like another version of Yugi? And I'm pretty sure it's just supposed to be Yugi. Yeah, I'm I think we've come down pretty hard on our end about this being Yugi plus confidence. <laughs> and and dark shadow and uh, shadow magic, don't forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with <laughs> enough confidence. To do shadow, you too can have shadow man. <laughs> you just have to believe in yourself, man. But yeah, he doesn't even have like the the sicko Joker fire eyes that he did in the first episode. Yeah. So I wonder if he's like. Also, I wonder if he's like becoming more like Yugi. I don't know. In the next episode, we'll see Yugi do some pretty like ballsy stuff, you know, and be like. I've changed, so are they maybe they're like fusing? 
This is also the most obvious we've seen it that Yami Yugi is not taller than Yugi. No, he. Do- I mean, he might be a little taller, but he's definitely shorter than Shadi, like one hundred percent, incontrovertibly. He's taller in the room of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But here on the <laughs> here on the rooftop, he looks the same as Yugi. That's true. He's definitely shorter than. Sh- I think he is. I mean, in all the like opening stuff he is much taller than yugi but maybe they're both just shorter than shoddy who is a grown man with special powers you forgot to mention he has special powers i'm always forgetting to mention that shoddy has special powers (laughs) or is it abilities does he have powers or abilities i think it might be abilities which is funnier is there a twitter account where we could find that image um i think that might be attack position at twitter Attack position at twitter.com. That's right. Yeah, I think so. Here's a picture of Janochi holding a little Grogu among us. Yeah. Is that? We, we ship posted Did up a storm. Did you do st- that? No, that was you. We ship posted up a storm <laughs> watching this episode. <laughs> it's so true. He- and by ship posted, most of them are just pictures of the show. <laughs> well, the show is very funny in a, in a way <laughs> other than it is intends to be a lot of the time. Yeah. Alright. That's true. So yeah. Um, it's an o- okay episode, I guess. Yeah. It's fine. Mm. I got no problems with it. Sure. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! He calls him Yu-Gi-Oh! At the he end. does! It makes no sense. Why does he call him Yu-Gi-Oh! I think uh, by the way, it is special abilities. I found it. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about the suffix "o" that might mean king. Oh yeah, I forgot that. that okay, <laughs> so he's just like, have a good life, king. <laughs> Don't forget your destiny, king. Yugi, I hear you, and I'm learning and growing. You you you, you, you need to do that too. Handing him the Millennium Puzzle, you drop this king. <laughs> do you want to talk about episode seven? Yeah, let's talk about the pet play episode. <sighs> the popularity of digital pets leads to a contest, and Honda trains Miho's pets so that they can go on holiday to Australia together. Meanwhile, Yugi is worried for his friend Hayama, who seems to be pressured into some shady business by the bullying Kujirata. However, Hayama turns out to have been controlling Kujirata all along by giving him money. Yami Yugi plays a shadow game with Hayama involving their digital pets and wins, subjecting him to a penalty game where he's devoured by his own digital pet. This summary really underplays the pet play. (laughs) Really tries to, really tries to push that all under the rug. Let me see. Uh, the wiki says, The popularity of digital pets leads to a contest, and Honda trains Miho's pets so they can take the paid trip. Meanwhile, Yugi is worried for his friend Hayama, who seems to be pressured into some shady business by the bully in Kujirata. End of summary. Hmm. I, I feel like everyone who does Yu-Gi-Oh! summaries is cowards, and they... Again, there's a 400-page, or 400-word, uh, description that follows. All right. Okay. So what do you want to talk about? I do feel like it generally 
has the the arc of what happens in the episode if if not all the yes. details and flavor of what happens so what do you want to talk about first do you want to talk about Honda's disgusting perverted soul yeah um I'm just gonna find uh, I'm gonna try to find in this big summary what they say about the part where they say the word sex out loud uh-huh because like Honda has always like his whole character in this show is that he's like attracted to Miho and will do anything for her. I and I feel like this is the episode where they really wear out that gag. Mm-hmm. Here's what it says on the wiki. Honda is at his house working with Mio's digital pet. He plans to not take his eyes off the pet for a second until he wins Miho the prize. Honda thinks about the trip to Australia with Miho and accidentally drops the digital pet while imagining. <laughs> he immediately picks it up, then he imagines Miho at the beach with her swimsuit on. Honda goes crazy over himself. <laughs> Suddenly, the digital pet beeps and Honda gets back to work. Later, Honda's mother scolds him for being up in the middle of the night. He tells her to leave him alone. His entire youth is at stake. Yeah, he specifically, while fantasizing about Miho in, like, her bathing suit, is like, Miho and I aren't married yet, I can't have thoughts about sex with her. But also, I would never be able to turn her down. Yeah. It, it's it's already not the world's most original bit, and now it is weird. Mm-hmm. Also, as he's t- thinking about this, the way that imagining takes place is first uh, we pan down to his crotch and then we sort of crossfade into the image of a, a wave lapping at, up at the beach and like rushing into frame. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of visuals happening in this one. I think this episode also like makes it it may it, it also in addition to honda being like explicitly really horny i think it also makes it pretty clear that miho like is fully aware of the way that she's like um manipulating him without it's revealed later ever intending to go to australia with him and then they mm-hmm. have anzu like commented on it a few times in a like good woman bad woman dynamic kind of deal and Mm, no, it doesn't work. Um, I just found another note in here uh, that I found really funny, which is that the wiki editor has written the equivalent, the like exchange rate for the gold pet, mm-hmm. uh, which costs fifty thousand yen, and the wiki claims this is equivalent to five hundred forty-six U.S. dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Do you think that they edit the page to keep it up with, like... You know, Nora? Up to date? I don't think they do edit the up to date with modern currency exchange rates and inflation. <sighs> but that sounds about right. Yeah, it's just... I really hope we don't get more episodes about this gag, because it's... I'm, I'm done with it after this episode. 
Uh, we'll see. I think just glimpsing ahead, um, I think we might be in the clear. Okay. Just from the vibe, uh, well, no, okay. Damn it. <laughs> it looks like we might have one more Honda crush episode Ugh. where like the plot hinges on that relationship. Yeah. But um yeah. I don't expect it to be this prevalent again. Uh-huh. I've heard I heard in between episodes I heard from somebody in the Discord that Miho was originally like a background character in the manga that they promoted to main character for the anime and then <laughs> demoted her back when they did Duo Monsters. So just they dem- demoted her out of the show. So just like man, Miho can cannot catch a break here. No wonder she's taking everything she can get from Honda. Yeah, she, she knows she has limited time. Get it while you're here, girl. I support you. Go to Australia with your mom. That's like the punchline of the joke is that she's like, um, after being fucking crucified <laughs> by the villain of the of this episode, <laughs> she like has a ha, like mumbles in her sleep that she like actually wants to go to Australia with her mom. You know what? I think she deserves it. Yeah. All right. Okay, we've beaten her on this bush. Um, Pet play. In much the same way that uh, Hayama will do later. We have beaten around this bush uh, enough. And it's time to really strike to the core of the of the episode. Okay, so there's, there's a fake-out villain and a real villain in this episode. The fake-out villain is Kujirata, who is like a fat guy. Kind of a walking fat joke. Um, who is like bullying people and throwing around a lot of cash and like fighting their digital pets to make his golden pet stronger okay and then Mm -hmm. after honda uses miho's pet to beat him he kid he kidnaps uh miho and like tells honda to come to the warehouse and yugi goes as well and it turns out the actual villain is not kujirata it is like the nerdy kid that Yugi knows who just appeared for the first time in this episode and who seemed to be... Wild! Hmm? Wild. I can't believe that the character we never met before would be suspicious like that. Yeah, crazy. Um, And they are in a pet play relationship. What is the... What's the name of the nerdy kid? Hayama. Hayama. Hayama has a whip. I was about to ask, how explicit is the pet play in this episode? Hayama has a whip, and he talks about um, having, like, preyed on Kujirata, like, is the thing. That, like, he saw that Kuji Like, he says kind of outright that he saw Kujirata as, like, someone who was susceptible to, like, being controlled. And so, like, started giving him money to get him to do what he wanted. Uh, the vibes are terrible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, now that he's lost at the digital pet thing, uh, he's u- he's useless to me, so I'm going to discard him and I need a new pet. And he's like, kind of trying to like, seduce Honda to be his new pet. 
Um, and then this is also how Jedi work. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, this is how Jedi work. I don't know what you want from me. So then Yugi beats him in a shadow game and says, there's more to pets than just whips and food. And you forgot that, which is why you lost. Right. I knew I knew Takahashi was a freak. I didn't think we'd get a pet play episode. Why would you think that? Just because I thought it was going to be subtext, you know? No, why, why would you ever think that we would get a pet play episode? I didn't think that. I know. Like, why would you? Yeah. Like, you exactly. This is a children's cartoon. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I thought so. Also, I I said this before. I want to be clear. They like crucify Miho. Yes. She's like tied up between like big poles in this fucking gym, wherever the shadow game thing takes place. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just weird. The shadow game this this episode isn't even anything. It's just like our pets are gonna fight, but Yugi like did a data link exchange with Joey's pet or with fuck with Jonochi's pet um, earlier in the episode, and then during the fight, it evolves from that data and becomes more powerful and defeats um, the other guy's pet. I've forgotten his name. Pet play guy. Hayama. Hayama. Yeah, it's the power. Because... It's the power of friendship versus the power of whipping your digital pet, who looks like your guy who is your real life pet. Oh, it's a whale. Yeah, they say early on that Kujirada, the fat guy, his his name has the word for whale in it. That's bad. This is bad. It's not a good episode. If it hadn't devolved into pet play at the end, I would mm-hmm. I would not have thought very I would not have thought anything about it. <sighs> it is, you know, just like the last one. Uh, the main thing I kept saying was just what, like just out loud, just the f- the density of. Pet play was beyond what I ever expected from any anime. <laughs> like, okay, there's horny in anime, right? I mean, right? I've seen anime that is this explicit about pet play, but it's not Yu-Gi-Oh. But, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's like a, there's a semi-permeable barrier between... The anime that goes on the television and the real, real, real horny stuff. And, like, there's constantly things skirting that line. Mm-hmm. But that I've... I haven't heard of things that actually say out loud used in, in language rather than, like, oh, there, here's a horny situation, here's some horny framing. But, like, the things they talk about are just there's just no other like obfuscation around what the things that their characters are saying out loud to each other. Mm-hmm. Mainly, so I was just mainly what I'm getting out of this is you and I need to watch some Kakigoruri. 
sure. Is that the horny torture one? Um, it's the horny gambling one. I've only seen whatever ads autoplayed on Netflix. Oh. But yeah, sure. Anyway, yeah, that's not much to this episode, honestly. The Tamagotchis also plug into each other and they fuck. Yeah, I don't like that part either. Why do they have to plug into each other like that? Why do they have to fuck? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, wait. Okay, one last thing. I want to end this on a positive. Uh, Shout out to the shout out to the uh, digital pet names in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. has, uh, Devil Guy? Uh, I think so. Um, Yugi has named his pet U2. Which the wiki spells like the band name. No, he's Yugi, so the pet is U2. But the wiki spells it U2, like the band. I know, you just said that. Yeah, but that's not what the subtitle said. The subtitle said you two, like Yugi, and then two. Yeah. Yeah. Which is better. Anyway, Jonochi just named his Joe, and he is the <laughs> shit he is the shittiest pet of all of them. This is this is where they got the name Joey. Shit, I guess. <laughs> Do you remember Honda's? Because it cleans oh, stuff up. It's like super Ichigo or something like that. I think so, yeah. It is like a weird janitor guy. And Honda has the burn in this in that scene. He says, when Ichigo sees trash, he will instantly destroy it. He's not a pet that will allow trash to exist. Speaking of the <laughs> guy whose pet he just destroyed. <laughs> Damn. Uh, He's pretty clearly sleep deprived in that scene. So, like, oh yeah. I like to think when Honda doesn't sleep enough, he gets spicy. He's really, like, visually not that different from when he was mind-controlled. Fair. There's that part where he's Uh, trying to run away from the whip and just goes like, oh, for no reason, and then falls over. (laughs) It's unclear what happens until he goes, damn, if only I wasn't so tired from staying up all night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just a double feature of Honda... Jokerifying in different ways <laughs> this week. Uh, I feel like that's all he does, and I also worry that I'll miss it when we get to Duel Monsters and he's just a guy. He has a sister in Duel Monsters. No, he right? doesn't. Joey has the Damn sister. Damn it! <laughs> we talked about Somebody's this last got episode. a sister! Joey has a sister. Kaiba has a sister. No, Joey has a sister! I. F- Pretty sure Kaiba also Kaiba has, a, has sister. a brother. That's also true. Kaiba does not have a Kaiba has two brothers, I think. Oh fuck. He has a secret brother. Oh fuck. He's no sister. And that brother's name was Albert Einstein. Was... Oh fuck. <laughs> um would you like some teasers for next episode? Yes, please. Alright. Next time, can't say next week, but next time, our episodes are Episode 8, The Four Game Masters Finally Move Out. (laughs) What? 
And episode nine, explosion! The ultimate secret yo-yo technique. Holy shit. And as usual, I will give you the first sentence of these episode descriptions. Okay. Uh, Episode eight. Yugi is kidnapped by Kaiba and forced to duel the first of his four game masters, Count Ridley Sheldon, who has a strange (laughs) obsession with dolls. Oh, no! (laughs) Episode nine. The gang is concerned and confused when they see Jirochi with a gang wielding yo-yos as weapons. Uh, okay, yeah. Alright. I feel like the first episode, gonna be horny. I don't know. Is there horny things about dolls? Yes. <laughs> I mean, eventually we'll get to the episode later on the line, um, where Anzu clashes with the beautiful but strict Mrs. Chono. Oh boy. Alright. But I feel like that second one is just gonna be nuts. I hope so. I hope it's fucking goofy. I hope we have a good time with the secret yo-yo technique. <laughs> Alright, we have some... It's very funny to me that the first one is, oh, we gotta fight the first of the four game masters, and then immediately next episode, secret yo-yo technique. <laughs> Fuck the four game masters. Well, the four game masters are finally moving out. It's just a, the doll guy gets there first, and it takes the rest <laughs> of them a few days, you know? Uh, I'm just gonna control F. Game Master. Okay. I'm just checking to make sure the other four... Yeah, the other four do actually show up. I was worried for a second that it would set this up and not have the other three. But no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, um, we have some Twitter questions. Oh. Some real quick Twitter questions. Uh, Joao got us with two. Uh, question number one. What type of deck would Miho play? In what? In Duel Monsters. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I feel like I'm, I'm, if my I'm... if my Valentine didn't exist, Miho would play the Harpy deck. I was going to say... Dual monsters. What? In terms of what kind of deck, it would probably be dual monsters cards. Uh, you're fucking useless. <laughs> you're the Honda to my Miho. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, do you want to go to Australia? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joao also wants to know if we are planning on reading uh, the lore for the dual terminal games because it has a lot of dumb lore about necromantic wizards and ice dragons. I forgot about sure. I forgot about the dual terminal games until this very moment. But yes, we need to read those because it has a bunch of lore about like the monsters as characters in like a dual monsters world, hmm. and there are like dual there are like archetypes that show up in dual terminal that are like it's it's kind of like a regular card game lore basically it's like oh here are the ice barrier guys and they're like guys in the dual monsters world doing stuff and it's there's a lot of like nutty stuff in there we definitely have to get some bonus episodes yeah based on the totally. dual terminal lore but yeah 
those those are our Twitter questions. Twitter questions. We in the chamber. We have no emails for this uh, episode because we posted the post late. But if you wanted to send us emails about Yu-Gi-Oh and related properties, Nara, what email would they send it to? We are the email at gmail.com. Wow, crazy. It, now, if they wanted to, I guess, find you on Twitter, <laughs> where would they go? Uh, at attack position. Okay, that's for the show. What about you personally? Oh, me? Nora Blake. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Great Grebe. Um, what is what is that? Oh, that's a type of bird. Oh, okay. That's a type of bird. Don't worry too much. I, for, I, I forgot. Okay, so. yeah. No, I'll always be here to remind you. Okay, thanks. Yeah. So yeah, uh, in two weeks, uh, Creepy Doll Guy, uh, Yo-Yo Tricks. Look forward to it. What do we say to him, Nora? Uh, get off my deck. There we go. I thought there was going to be a little bit of a ramp to it. It's going to be hard to edit the, the, the finale music. Uh well now we we're we're we got a ramp right now. <laughs> I know that's two I know that's like three series from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>